Hello friends, this is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable and it's time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here on WMAF. We're so glad to be with you today right there in Madison, North Florida, South Georgia and not only uh, where WMAF signal goes but where it goes over the World Wide Web anywhere in the United States Anywhere in the world, we welcome you today to this edition of Let's Talk About Jesus. And if you have downloaded this particular teaching from our website, we welcome you back today. And we do pray that God will bless you right where you are. Not just geographically, but where you are circumstantially in your life. That the Lord who loves you gave His Son for you, will bless you, will help you through all of your troubles, all of your trials. Amen. And if you don't know Him, if you don't know this God of love and grace and mercy, we pray that you will stay tuned today. Be our very special guest as we are studying the third person of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit. What a study that we have embarked upon, and we will never finish it. There's just too much. God is infinite, and we will never stop seeking to better understand His person and the Godhead in particular, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We're talking about the Holy Spirit and His work, uh, and in the earth today, and in everyone here today, His work in calling us to salvation, His work in in the the actual uh, regeneration, the re remaking new, <laughs> when we invite Christ into our life. And now today we're going to talk about in just a few moments that the Holy Spirit grants. Assurance. He regenerates, He indwells, and He grants assurance. Praise God. So if you have your Bibles, turn for this study uh, to Romans 8 and verse 16. Romans 8 and verse 16. While you're turning, I would just like to invite those of you who would like to come to our website, type in T. H-C-O-G, that will take you to the Holy Church of God right here in Tampa, Florida. Google it, and it will bring you to our website. Type in The Holy Church of God. It will bring you to our website, uh, and uh, we welcome you to come and receive anything on our website that may be a blessing to you. Uh, everything is free. There are absolutely no strings attached, uh, no ulterior motive except to further God's kingdom, bless His people, and bring the gospel to everyone who will hear it. Praise God. So we welcome you today. Amen. Now, if you have your Bibles, turn to Romans chapter 8 and verse 16. The Holy Spirit grants assurance. When you come to Jesus Christ as your Savior, uh, you know you're saved because the Bible says so. We have fulfilled what the Scriptures declare that we need to fulfill, and God will fulfill what the Scriptures declare that He will fulfill. We know primarily because that we are saved because we have God's Word on it. You know, when you have God's Word on it, the Bible said heaven and earth will pass away, but His Word will abide forever. But we also have the witness of the Holy Spirit who comes to indwell us. Praise God. Listen to Romans chapter 8 and verse 16. It said, The Spirit 
himself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And I love the Amplified. It said assuring us that we are the children of God. The Holy Spirit, dear friend, grants assurance. You see, it's not enough just to know it in your head. You need to literally know it in your heart or in your spirit. And when you do, that peace comes. No matter what occurs, no matter what uh, uh, kind of circumstance we find ourselves in, even facing the drawing of our last breath, we have absolute assurance. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love that great song. A blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Praise God. Listen to me very, very carefully today. Amen. The Holy Spirit provides a spiritual perception that allows the believer to be made aware of the spirit realm. I want to say that again. The Holy Spirit provides a spiritual perception that allows the believer to be made aware of the spirit realm, where he clearly perceives his status as a justified child of God and who is at peace with the Father. Hallelujah. We have no reason to fear the judgment to come. Not just because the Bible says it, but because the Holy Spirit bears witness that we have been reconciled to God. You know, when you're reconciled to God, you don't just get forgiveness. He doesn't just forgive you. He brings you in to His royal family. He brings you into His heart. Hallelujah. Romans 8, verse 15 and 16, so we can put, put verse 16 in context, says, For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we have received, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Hallelujah. We are the children of God. I like the Phillips translation. It said you have been adopted into the family circle of God. And you can say with a full heart, Father, my Father. Or Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself endorses our inward conviction that we really are the children of God. Hallelujah. That word Abba is an Aramaic word, and it was the first words uttered by an infant. It's a simple, simple, uh, two-syllable, really, Abba. It's one word, Abba, but it's pronounced Abba by a child who perceives his father for the first time. It is the equivalent exactly of what children say in our English language, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. They usually begin, they always begin, Dada, 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 Abba. Abba, we literally address with deep reverence, yet with an understanding of this reconciled relationship that we have with Him, that the God of the universe, the God who created us and created heaven and earth and everything that's in them, 
the God that created all that is, this mighty, majestic God, when one becomes reconciled to Him through receiving Jesus Christ as Savior, the Holy Spirit comes in and He bears witness with our own spirit that we're not just old sinners saved by grace, but still somehow distant from God. But He brings us in to God's own royal family. And He doesn't, He calls us His children from that point, His very sons and His very daughters. The Spirit of adoption, the Holy Spirit bearing witness to our reconciled relationship, in other words, says, Now you are the children of God. You are the bona fide, justified children of the living God whereby we cry, Abba, (laughs) Father. And he says, in our heart and in our own spirit, that is absolutely correct. Praise God. And it is because of the witness of the Spirit confirming the word that Fanny Crosby wrote that great hymn that I began to quote a while ago. Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of His Spirit, and washed in His blood. Hallelujah. His Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are indeed the children of the living God. And that's why that peace is so powerful in the heart of one who has believed on and trusted Christ as his Savior, because he has no doubt that when he takes his last breath here, he or she will take their next breath in heaven. Hallelujah. How can we be so sure? Because the very Spirit of truth himself, the Holy Spirit, bears witness with our own spirit, amen, that we are indeed the children of God. Warren Chandler, Warren Candler rather, I want to quote him. He said, one who knows by the assurance of the witness of the spirit that he's born of God knows that he must be free. And one of the great uh, elements of that freedom is freedom from the fear of the judgment to come, freedom of the fear that somehow uh, we're not going to make it, that we don't really know uh, here and now. We only know after we die where we're going to end up. The Bible said when you receive Christ as, as your Savior, you have God's Word on it. If you repent of your sin and trust Christ, you have God's Word that you have been forgiven. The blood that Jesus supplied on the cross has been applied to your life through faith in His finished work and repentance toward God. Hallelujah. But that's not all we have. We can know here and now by the authority of God's Word and by the witness of the Holy Spirit. He grants assurance Oh, friend, it is so great to sing that great hymn of the faith and not just take it mentally, but to know it in my heart. You can know that in your heart today. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. 
Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. The Holy Spirit grants assurance. I remember the night that I came to Christ as my Savior. The greatest peace I ever knew uh, could exist, uh, began to exist in my heart and in my mind that very night. Because I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that if I died that night, I would wake up in the presence of God. You know, the Apostle Paul said to be absent from the body now is to be present with the Lord. Praise God. And knowing that, he said, I'm in a straight betwixt two. I've got a job to do here. In other words, I've got an assignment from God. But I have a real desire to depart and to be with Christ. Hallelujah. There was absolutely no fear, no doubt uh, in what was going to happen the moment that our spirit is separated from our body here, it is brought into the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm so glad for this assurance that we have from the Word of God and by the Holy Spirit. Praise God. So not only does He grant assurance, we want to move a little further today. The Holy Spirit seals. Listen to Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13. In whom also that ye believed, ye were sealed. After that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise which is the earnest of our inheritance. Hallelujah. Praise God. Second Corinthians one twenty two says, God hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Friend, the sealing process establishes ownership and authenticity. They had trusted in Christ. Now he see, now they were sealed in him. Praise God. Amen. It is God's brand. It is God's mark. We are marked. We are branded. We are literally, we are literally marked as God's children. God's not going to have to figure out who is his and who doesn't belong to him. He already knows. And he seals us with the Holy Spirit. They had trusted Christ, now they were sealed in Him. Someone said of this, John Owen, in fact, and I quote, God's sealing of believers is His gracious communication of the Holy Spirit unto them. The promise of the Spirit is fulfilled. The word sealed in the Greek means a signet or the impression made by this seal or to mark as a means of of identification, to mark as a means of identification. You know, in the Old West uh, in particular, they still do it today. They brand cattle. They brand cattle because if, if they got lost, if they got wrestled, if they got stolen, if they got mingled with other cattle, they could pick out the ones that were theirs because of that mark or that brand. The dominant idea of a seal, therefore, is that it is a mark of ownership. And the Holy Spirit being able to come and live within the life of a believer is a mark of ownership. 
Praise God. And it is so clear in Romans 8 and verse 9. It says, If any man have not, have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Thank God we have the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about the baptism in the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about when we are saved, that the the Spirit of God comes in. God the Father comes in. God the Son comes in. God the Holy Spirit comes in. In fact, it is through the Holy Spirit that Christ lives within the believer. Oh, friend of mine, if the holiest ones of heaven can live within your body as His temple, as their temple. Hallelujah. There is no doubt in my mind that we're worthy to walk through the gates into that city and walk on those streets of gold throughout all eternity. Hallelujah. What God has done through the 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 sacrifice of Jesus on the cross and the work of His Spirit in the life of those who receive Him is so absolutely wonderful. Thank God we have the Holy Spirit because it is His down payment on heaven and it marks us as His very own. Hallelujah. Second Timothy 2.19 says, Nevertheless, The foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are His. The Amplified said, having this inscription, to print or engrave on a surface. This inscription, hallelujah, that the Lord knoweth them that are His. Praise God. Listen to what Isaiah 49.15 says. We're going to go back to the Old Covenant for just a moment about this sealing. It says, Can a woman forsake her suckling child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet I will not forget thee. Behold, I have craven thee or inscribed thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. Craven in the Greek, craven, graven, G-R-A-V-E-N, rather in the Hebrew, means to cut into or to carve. It's an inscription. It is kin to what we're talking about. Amen. That, that this, this seal, this inscription, that God has marked us as His very own. The indication of this verse is that God is inseparably, inseparably united to His people. Praise God. Amen. Listen very carefully to me today. God loves you so much that He has sent the Holy Spirit to draw you to Christ, sent Christ to die for you, sent the Holy Spirit to draw you to Christ, and then to assure you, that you have been reconciled when you receive Jesus as your Savior and to seal you, amen, to mark you as His. And and this it's this awareness within and through the Word of God that we're studying right now that we are right now the children of the Most High God. The Apostle Paul put it this way. He said, Not, know ye not, that you are the sons of God, and if sons of God, then heirs of God, and if heirs of God, then joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, in the present, 
We don't, right here, we don't know exactly what we shall be, but we do know exactly what we are in our relationship to God who have received Christ as our Savior. Now, now, we are the sons of God, the daughters of God, the children of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ephesians. Chapter 1 and verse 14 says, Which is the earnest of our inheritance. The earnest in the Greek is a legal or commercial term. First installment, a deposit, a down payment, a pledge, a part given in advance of the full that will be given afterwards. <laughs> Hallelujah, I like that. That's why he is the earnest of our inheritance. That's why Christ in us, mediated by the Holy Spirit, is the hope of glory. Literally, the down payment on heaven. Praise God. I know I'm going to heaven because the Bible tells me so. Amen. I know that because of the inward witness of the Holy Spirit that I'm now a child of God. And I know it because the Holy Spirit living within us is the earnest of our inheritance. Praise God. The down payment on heaven. I want to say it again. Many years I struggled with the fact that I, I, never, I, I never thought I could ever be worthy of of heaven that I could live close enough to God and, and sinlessly perfect enough to make heaven my home. And the devil kept me away from God through that that misunderstanding of what God offered me when I came to Jesus Christ as my Savior. John's Gospel said this, Listen to what the, the Bible says, as many, and this is what I missed, and some of you may be missing, that are listening to this broadcast today. You're afraid to commit to become a Christian, to ask God for forgiveness, because you don't believe in your heart that you could ever qualify to be His true child and to follow Jesus Christ. What a lie! The devil tells us when we don't understand what is offered us when we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior and our Deliverer. Listen carefully. John's Gospel says this, As many as received Him, Jesus, as their Savior, to them gave He power to become the sons of God. This is legal terminology. God is saying, if you receive my son, I'll not just forgive you, but I will adopt you as my own children. You that have no authority. This word is not the word power like the power that the Holy Spirit gives you when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit. That word is dunamis, miracle working ability. This is not about gifts of the Spirit or miracle working ability. This word power is a legal term. It means you have the legal authority to be called the sons of God and become the children of God. I like this little analogy of that great statement in Scripture. Someone has said, based on that, that the Son of God became the Son of Man so that the sons of men could become the sons of God. Hallelujah! Praise God! 
Beam writes, this great scholar of Scripture, the Spirit whom God has given them is for Christians the guarantee of their full possession of future salvation. Friend of mine, today I declare that if you're a Christian, we have God's seal. We bear His mark, His brand. He will not forget us. He will never forsake us. Praise God. He will not forget us. He will never forsake us. In the modern Greek, this word came to be used for an engagement ring. The Holy Spirit is given as an engagement ring, sealing our betrothal to Jesus Christ. Keeping this engagement ring, the Holy Spirit dwelling ungrieved in our hearts, assures us of final union with the Lord at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Praise God. The Apostle Paul put it this way in Scripture. He said, I've espoused you to one husband that I may present you to Christ, a chaste virgin. Praise God. Our friend today, what God offers us in Jesus Christ and what He has done after we receive Christ as our Savior is a salvation that is so wonderful, so powerful, so great. Oh, what kind of love is this? Today, you can be changed. You don't have to change yourself. At the end of every Billy Graham crusade, the choir, this great choir of churches that had come together to cooperate in evangelism, to reach out to the lost and undone, they would sing this great song, Just as I am, without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou biddest me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. Don't let the enemy of your soul ever tell you that you are not worthy, that, oh, he'll tell you something that is true. But He won't tell you the whole truth. He'll tell you that you are not worthy. He will tell you that you can't live the Christian life, that you could never become a child of God. He's lying to you. And the partial truth is that you can't change yourself. But the whole truth is that if you invite Christ into your heart, He can change you. If you repent of your sin and you receive Christ as your Savior, Jesus said, I will come in. God the Father will come in. God the Holy Spirit will come in. And God can change. He can change. We become a new creation. The Scripture declares old things pass away and all things become new. We're renewed in our spirit, regenerated in our spirit. And as we're hearing the Word of God and we read it, we're renewed in the spirit of our mind. That, that we not be pressed into the mold of this world, but uh, we be able to be transformed instead of conformed. Hallelujah. And when that process occurs, and it's an ongoing process, I've been a Christian for all of these many years, preaching the gospel for all of these many years, and I still rejoice when I read about what has happened to me the moment, the hour, the day that I receive Christ as my Savior and what is happening to me 
as I age and head toward eternity. It's an ongoing, mighty work of God. Hallelujah. And friend, I want to invite you today. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, if you don't know the Lord, that you would repent of your sin right where you are right now. That you would allow God not only to forgive you, not only to save you, change you within, but seal you for all eternity. To seal you. As long as you keep your faith in Him, He will never break faith with you. You have His promise and you have His person through the Holy Spirit, God. The Father can indwell you. God the Son can indwell you because God the Holy Spirit is indwelling you. And you can know that you know that you know that you belong to Him, that you are saved today. I invite you to come to Christ. Receive Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior. Repent of your sin so that your sins may be washed away. And join that great company of people that know that they know that they know that when they draw their last breath here, they will take their next breath on heaven's shore. Well, we love you today. Please come back next week and let's talk about Jesus.